I am a sea of love. 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 You are a sea of love. You are a sea of love. We are a sea of love. We are a sea of love. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I just wanted to share a few announcements for this um, late summer, fall of 2021. First of all, and um, I, you may have been hearing me introduce myself as Sama Morningstar for quite some time, and I have recently made the decision to go back to using my birth name of Jessica and my married name of Huckabay. So you'll hear me introducing myself as Jessica from here on out. Uh, if anyone, if you're curious about the the reasons why I'm making that transition, you're welcome to reach out to me and I'd be happy to talk with you more about it. The other announcement that I want to make is that this episode that you're, well, I'm creating a series of episodes uh, for this fall, uh, all about ancestral healing. Uh, And this, all of this is leading up to and sort of whetting our appetite for the month long ancestral healing program that I will be hosting starting October 31st. And this program is part of the Biomystical Womb Apprenticeship Program, but you can join just for the month long ancestral healing portion. And in this program, I will be holding space for you to discover your connections with your ancestors and find healing connections. So a lot of people are concerned about connection, connecting with their ancestors, especially the more wounded um, or difficult ancestry. And so it stops them from exploring ancestral healing. And in this program, we will explore ways to be able to access the wisdom and the healing um, parts of our ancestry to and and to help us liberate ourselves from the wounding patterns of the unhealthy and difficult aspects of our ancestry. So if this is of interest to you, go to wombcenteredhealing.com and look for the ancestral healing course. And um, all of these podcast episodes uh, for the next month or so, we'll be we'll be discussing various aspects of ancestral healing with the, with the guests on the show. So, looking forward to sharing that all with you. And um, I hope you enjoyed the episode.
Hello, and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. I'm Jessica Huckabay, and I have Ia Amira here with me today. Thank you so much, Ia, for joining us for the Ancestral Healing Podcast Series. I would love to invite you to introduce yourself a little bit more and share about your um, ancestral healing journey and what messages feel on top for you to share with us today about that. Yes, I hope I can uh, I can uh, break this all down to something simple for us all to be able to relate to with all the uh, the positive energy here. Um, yes, my name is Ia Amira Lotus. I am um, I I live in Atlanta. I'm a mother of six. Um, I'm actually a life coach just starting out. Um, to share a bit of my story the best way I can. Um, I'm the oldest of uh, two children in my immediate family and was labeled as what we all heard called the black sheep of the family. And uh, very early in my life, I just had such a trying time with trying to feel at home in this place. You know, I wanted to check out of here. Very serious about it. I was 13, 14, because didn't have a good relationship with my mother. Favoritism in the family. Mm. You know, it was just not fun. It didn't feel good. You know, why was this like this? And um, I always blamed myself for everything. So I started, you know, long story short, I started meeting more people who were kind of in the same situations I was and just asking questions like, what the heck is going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but because I couldn't find a place to feel comfortable, I got real afraid and, uh, a lot of things led into depression, you know. But somewhere in there, Jessica, you know, whatever we want to call it, God, the divine, I always had somebody, you know, that would come to my rescue and speak to me. And um, and it was just strange, <laughs> you know. Um, my parents didn't raise me. I was raised by, I have to say, my ancestors. Mm. They, I saw a lot of things in the unseen that I couldn't talk about, but they were relatives to me. And I was a little girl that played in the cemetery. Mm. So I did strange things, but I was also treated strangely as well. So I'm trying to put this all in a nutshell of how I was guided Um, to realize the purpose of being in a place like this uh, after many who has came before us. And, you know, it's like there's a torch to be passed. There's a cleansing that has to happen because all the generations that have lived before us, there were parts of them that needed to come up so we could take take it the rest of the way and clean it out. So we can't, we can't blame each other, you know, for racism and who did what we have to go to the source of knowing what is it that we came here to do. 
you know? And I've always had assistance with that. My great-grandmother, um, I've dreamt about her a lot. She's come to me in dreams, but that stuff used to scare me when I was a kid. Mm. And so I was that kid on Sixth Sense, like, <laughs> you know, you're seeing stuff, but you don't know. I never told my mom. I never talked to nobody about it. I went to Catholic school all my life. My dad was Baptist. My mom was Methodist. I had to figure that stuff out. Mm. But I was able to go back in history. History always was a good thing for me. And then I became a travel agent because I loved learning about stuff culturally. I was a, and then when I became a travel agent, everybody wanted to go to all these fancy places. I wanted to go in the in the ghetto and see, you know, like what's going on over here? Like what's the history? What's the spirit? And I always connected with some something in the unseen that had something to do with, you know, my ancestors. So I had a rough little time in my life. It's a long story, but mm. I learned how to, to take um, disappointment or hurt and pain and turn it into an opportunity mm. to be able to um, do the hardest thing I, that needs to be done because that's why I'm here. Mm. And, and I know that we're all survivors of, of the, the, the chosen ones, because this is a special time right now, you know. I'm meeting so many people, I'm so excited to even be here with you and how this happened for me. I have a whole nother story because I'm paying attention to, you know, you know, how my ancestors have showed up for me and I'm able to share it with everybody. It doesn't matter that you're not in my family or my grandmother wasn't your grandmother. We all came through here to do the same thing. Mm. And I don't really talk about it a lot because sometimes I feel like, you know, you can't even sell this on the corner for a nickel, you know, where's the real value to everybody? Mm. We're, we're tangled up in so much that we're allowing to validate what we really came here to do. And it's really to cleanse the generational curses of the connected DNA that we all come from. You know, we just, we just got more work to do. Some of us have more work to do than others. It's, and most of us are here to help each other do what we came to do. Mm. So it erases a lot of lines, you know, a lot of division, all of that. If we, if we could follow that, there wouldn't be so many different religions and any concern about, you know, how we look, you know, mm. but we're getting there. We're the ones that's um, paying attention right now, I believe. And mm. that's why the, the real communities are coming together. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing so much of your wisdom and your beautiful energy with us today. You know, you. I can really relate to what you what you're sharing. And, and even though you and I might not have the same grandmother or two or three or four or even 10 generations back, yeah. if we go back far enough. Yes, we, we know. all have the same grandmother. Right. <laughs> so um, thank you for, for yes. that, yeah. for recognizing that and bringing our awareness to, yes. to We're that. We're God sisters. That's right. <laughs> And, and so I'm curious, you know, you talked a lot about, uh, or you talked some about 
how when you were growing up, you didn't have any guidance around what you were experiencing. And it sounds mm -hmm. like you were, you were having visions or experiences mm -hmm. of connection with the unseen realms. And I'm wondering what, could you share more about what those experiences were like? And I'd also like to hear when you finally received some guidance, did you ever meet anybody in physical form that said, oh, you're connecting with your ancestors and mm -hmm. this is how you can understand it in a way that felt good to you. Did you ever find any, any guidance like that or support or even camaraderie with others who were having a similar experience? You know, yeah, it, it, it's definitely a process. Mm -hmm. It's a process to the digestion of the experience because it all becomes all of that mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you know, for, for me, the way I know, the way I learned how to um, explain, see, it's one way when you're learning and you're going through the, you know, the process of trying to, you know, see what happened and why and all of that and who, it really doesn't matter anymore, you know, really at the end of the day because you're just grateful um it's a station of of um, elevation that happens so a lot of times you leave a lot of things behind to start justifying things you know what was your first question because i started at the last one. right the first question was what were some of your early experiences that oh well you know I've had to, to start off to just looking back at what the experiences were, I had to go through things like, um, okay, like I said, I was that kid on the sixth sense. It was like something in the closet, you know. I always saw spirits, you know. But then I saw them, that it's funny, the way I saw the spirits, I thought everybody else could see them too. Mm. It wasn't like, because I didn't really watch a lot of horror movies and stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I wasn't afraid, rather, I should say that. You know, I, I was loving, uh, shoot, when I was a little girl, what was that, Twilight Zone and all that kind of stuff? That was my stuff. And I was a young kid, so it didn't scare me. It was just so like, okay, okay, well, yeah, you know, I could see stuff, and then I would see something on TV. These little light people that had a, a um, they had a, a commercial on about light bulbs, but the whole family came in and they were all lit up. I used to see those, mm. you know, and I'd say, well, me. but the 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 hard thing about it, it was what am I gonna do with it? Mm. So I met a lot of people who had these same experiences, but they were on drugs or, you know, the alcoholics in my family. I started understanding why we were the way we were, mm. you know? So my, and, and the guidance that I got, let me tell you how my ancestors have worked with me when I was seven years old, 
we used to walk to school. I was, I'm from Los Angeles. I live in Atlanta, but I'm from Los Angeles. I was seven years old going to Catholic school. We'd walk home every day. And we went to this store to get ice cream every day. And there was this little toy in there that everybody was taking, stealing it. All my friends, we always walk. So I took one too. And we're all walking home and I get home and I'm playing with the doll. And then my mom comes home from work and she, you know, made a little quick bathroom run and the phone rang. And I answered the phone and somebody said, we saw you take that doll. You have to take it back. And I hung the phone. So my mom said, who called? And I said, oh, it was a, it was a wrong number. I packed the doll up, Jessica, my, I'm like this. Mm. See, I can't never get away with anything. <laughs> And see, these are the way my ancestors are. That's Every so time I, everybody in the whole classroom could disrespect the teacher, da, 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 da. If I said something back. So I noticed that a lot of our people who tend to, you know, they look like they're always in trouble all the time, but it's really, we're looked at as problem kids. So it's always that black sheet thing. So you have a problem trying to find your own value. So then that's how the addiction start. Mm. Because we're trying to hold on to something. It's not wrong. That's why we can't blame each other for certain things, but you gotta understand yourself first before you can, you can do that. And how else are we gonna do that? But without our ancestors. The one thing that happened to me that started me on the journey of really paying closer and closer attention was um, I'm closer and co I'm sorry, I had an interruption. Um, can I pause it for you? And, um, and they, they ha we have a hard time finding our value because we're having these spiritual experiences and this is the part we're hearing a lot of, in a human body. So that's where the alignment is, keeps getting knocked off. Now we're in a good time because we, those of us who've been studying and have been taking notes of their ancestors, because you gotta know where you come from. You have to, if you don't, even some people who don't even know Knowing where you come from will guide you still. Just start where you can. You know, some people don't know where, who their mother is, but just start where you can because you're not right there by accident. You're not. I have a granddaughter who we found out um, she wasn't my son's biological child, but that's my granddaughter. Mm because you can't tell she looks just like us. Mm -hmm. So you see, we have to pay attention to those things. And then when we're paying attention to those things, but you got everybody going, well, it, well, you, well, did he have to, well, we don't want to talk about that part. That's the part we got to clean up. Don't get in there and get tangled up in there like that just because oh, that's the trap. 
That's why it keeps happening. That's why it keeps going around and around, generation to generation, because the way we've been handling things, we're, we we just, we gotta get, we gotta, you know, they say that's the part. You keep doing that thing over and over and over again and you're not paying attention. That is a form of insanity. That's what we're coming out of. Mm. The vibrations are here to assess, assist us right now. The planets are everything. Everything is just really, really working in our favor. And what we've all been through is has not been done in vain. That's that's a, that's a reward of why we we got to keep it moving. That's why they say the revolution will not be televised because they can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Media won't be able to keep up with it mm-hmm. as it's moving. It's moving as we're talking. You know mm-hmm. what's next? What's next? They don't know. We're getting ready to do some other stuff together. They don't even know what we're gonna do, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it it they really do. It's just. Come on, get on the train with us. You're either with us or you're not. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. I'm I'm curious. You talked about how you can't get away with anything. You've never been able to get away with anything. Yeah. And I have definitely had that experience <laughs> myself. Really? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Where even recently, where I had an idea and I thought I was, you know going yeah. in a good direction and and then suddenly it it couldn't go forward anymore. yeah yes. it just wouldn't go forward and it seemed like how could this not go forward this is a brilliant thing this is so such a good thing why isn't this going forward and it just block after block you know barrier after barriers coming yes. up and then lo and behold come to find out there was this aspect of the thing that I'm so grateful it wasn't allowed to go forward because I realized at a certain point, oh, that's why it wasn't allowed to go forward. Right. And, and so that's how you got to look at every experience like that. Mm -hmm. Now, now for, there's a lot of times for a lot of people that, that, that that might not seem to be true that you know there's there's nefarious forces that are preventing really good things from happening on mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. um so that this what we're talking about i just want to clarify is a bit is different thing than that that okay. there that there's a at least in my experience that there's a beneficent energy of our ancestors that protects us and the divine and whatever unseen allies you you might be connected with when there's a beneficent uh thing that's happening Mm -hmm. um when you have a beneficent connection with your ancestors and like that then then that's that kind of thing starts to happen i'm curious if you have any other stories you can tell yeah um i do so there was a group of us we did a little project um an ancestor project this was something i'd never done before and we were directed to start doing uh, getting names from the elders in your family, whoever's the oldest matriarch, patriarch in your family, just start getting names of their father and their brothers and sisters. So I started doing it on my dad's side of the family. And um, my great, great grandfather, my dad was named after him. 
and he looks exactly like my dad. He's just very light skinned. So as I started um, studying, I started getting pictures and you just don't know how powerful that really, it was very powerful for me to, to be able to do that. So I, I had a dream, I started dreaming. It was like, it started just taking me into a whole different place. And I started dreaming and I had a dream that my son was taking me to the airport and, my, and I was getting in the back seat and my son said, mom, there's, there's your grandfather. And I looked down the road and I said, oh my God, I gotta go see him. And I started running towards him. Now I know my grandfather, I hugged my grandfather, but when I pulled back from him, it was my great, great grandfather. Mm. Then I started having stories about driving around in a real dark, gloomy cemetery. Now I told you I was a kid that played in the cemetery. So there's a lot of strange things just started happening when I started studying about my ancestors. And then it's just one thing led to another. Now where I am with it, we have some ancestors that are on some property called the uh, um, cement plant in Alabama. And they bought all the land and the cemetery is on their property with all this stuff and they didn't know. So now they're they're going between something with the city on moving the bodies. But these bodies are like way in the 1800s. And so now they're discovering this, this cemetery that all these families have family at. So might be a big suit going on now. Oh, wow. But we don't know. But you see how things get guided. It's just, you got to just do what you got to do because there's work that has to be done. And a lot of the ancestors are being forgotten. Mm. And they have a lot of secrets to, to share. And, mm. and we got a lot to give our children. We're, 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 we're not passing it down anymore. Mm. The, I can't believe how the West is. I, I've studied the, the Asian, you know, the African, the Anywhere in the country, they have a culture that embraces their ancestors, but not here. Mm. It's like something they don't want you to do or something. I'm surprised I never heard about it at all. You mean, you always talk about people that died and then you got Martin Luther King Day and Abraham Lincoln Day, you know, but that's all they ever show us to do. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a big question, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I have my own thoughts about that, why there's this culture of disconnection from yeah. ancestral lineage, um, yeah. and, and, you know, I have looked into that to some degree, especially in the European lineages, of mm-hmm. why there's that disconnection, why that disconnection has been fostered, what, who's, mm. who, who it benefits and who it benefits who it benefits that's the that's where you got to get to when we when we look at changes in in culture historically Mm -hmm. um, especially in these european lineages who it benefits by the destruction of cultural lineages because when you go back there's some cultural lineages in in the european cultures that do value ancestral connection 
Yeah. And most of those were violently persecuted, just like you know, yeah. the other cultures that have been violently right. persecuted and all the other spiritual approaches that have been violently persecuted. Mm-hmm. Why and for whom or who's right. is that going on? That's the big question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I have with my you. own answers and I'm curious. I got you. It starts from that direction because that's where we're going in and, and we're standing for what, you know, all of what you just said in that nutshell, we're coming through from our directions that we're coming in here because we got to attack it on all sides Mm -hmm. it's everybody has a hand everybody does nobody is exempt Mm -hmm. I used to always tell my children you don't you can't just come here and just eat burgers and fries this we're not having no parties here (laughs) you know this is what do you think this is we got to have birthday parties all the time no we got to we changed it around we did it but we did it for purpose now I have six mother's days you know, because I have six children. Why should we have to wait for just one Mother's Day? Come on, (laughs) let's do this thing big, right? Mm. We're going to pass that down. We're not going to let anything tell us that I only can have one Mother's Day and I got six kids and the kids better call me before I call them. (laughs) I mean, it's like, I'm calling to tell you happy birthday. You better call me tell me Mother's Day first (laughs) because it's happy Mother's Day for me. It's We're both celebrating. And that, that right there is so reflective. It's been real reflective for me and my children because I always go through the birthing story with mm-hmm. them. They know what time they were born. We talk about this. Now my son has two daughters and, you know, the girls, I got two twins and, you know, they start asking questions about other stuff. So it's just grows the village. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff we can't let get penetrated by all this that's the fight Mm -hmm. well that's beautiful that you have that tradition with your kids Um, I don't have any kids but my mom had that tradition and that was something that she didn't learn from her mom Um, yeah my my grandmother it was all all of that was very shameful and secretive right in fact when my grandmother was having babies she was in the in the culture of shame around being pregnant even though that was the whole purpose of her life that was the only purpose she was allowed to have and so she would wear trench coats to cover up her pregnant belly and she tried as soon as there was any way to get out of breastfeeding she you know she got out of it as quick as quickly as possible and Mm. you know that there was a whole culture of shame around motherhood Mm -hmm. my mother despite everything being a single mom as a teenager and all this shame heaped upon her something in her and I I feel like there was an ancestral thread in her reclaimed the beauty of motherhood yeah and she you know and has held devotion to that and Mm. and told all she had four children she told us all on our birthdays the story of when how we were born and she just came up with that on her own wow look at that now i've never i've never met anybody who's done it that way i had to make that up i didn't nobody told me i Uh had to make it up now you because there's some other stuff that i did that i'm trying to write a book about because I was like, God, how am I going to raise six kids and make them all do the same thing? It's got to be some something I can do because I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> but it, it made me bring more 
focus on who I am, you know, as that mother and as that. And then you do have to go get your strength from your ancestors. Mm. That's what they're good for. See, we don't know how to use them because what I ended up finding out is that they were showing themselves to me all the time. I was just afraid because I didn't know how to handle it. So it scared me, mm. you know. But, you know, now that, you know, I don't even know when did I start getting. Well, you know, once I started having spiritual teachers, now when you mentioned any groups, you know, people used to always come towards me and, and ask me, am I mambo and am I voodoo priestess and am I priestess? You know, people would just ask me that and I didn't know what that meant. Mm. But then it caused me to study it. Mm. it was like that's what I got led to because I'm like well, shoot I mean what am I putting on the wrong clothes or what's going on so that I really know what I'm doing because I really feel good you know it's nothing so I'm still I'm learning mm. a lot uh going into the you know different places I, I appreciate every place that I've been somebody says well what are you and I'm like well you know, I'm, I'm, I say an alchemist mm. because I want to be a part of that number, you know, and, and being able to put things together in such the ways. But at the same time, I can be whatever you want me to be, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that I'm every woman, mm. you know, just come on, let's go there mm. and see, you know, because I, I want to be challenged. I, 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 I'm on a journey myself where I don't want any lines. I don't want any division and anything that you can hold back, which is a lot of it is about forgiveness. You know, that's the hardest thing I've had to learn. Mm. And I'm still learning mm. is the forgiveness. And that's something that everybody has got a grudge going on somewhere. You know, we've been, it's been passed down in us. Mm. So we, we, these kind of things I'm excited to be about because, um, uh, you know, just the experience mm. is just to have. I've never done this before. Mm. No. Yeah. I've like never done it. This it's it's a new day for real. This is like the Martin Luther King thing. Like, you know, the the everything that he said that would happen is going on right here. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is great, Beautiful. Jessica. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad. Yeah, thank you so much. I hope I answered your questions because I can kind of go off because I got so many stories to tell. Oh, you know what? Your stories are such a blessing and wherever it, it goes is beautiful. And, thank um, you. you know, I feel like oftentimes, you know, the, the wisdom comes in the way that it is meant to come yes. at any given yes. moment. And, All respect, yes. You know, we, our... our logical thinking tries to take us Ooh. on a, tr a straight train right yes. when, when the wisdom says actually we need to go over here and I we need to go over there, there. yes <laughs> yes you know you know yes yeah. you're right so I just want to thank you for oh, sharing your, your beauty and your wisdom and thank I you have for having me 
I have so many more questions that I want to ask you. Unfortunately, yeah. our time is winding down okay. today, um, but okay. I would love to, to invite you to come on for a part two okay. a discussion if you'd be available to do that, because I have got a list of questions. And, okay. Um, uh, more, more conversation I would like to have with you about ancestral healing and otherwise. I'm okay. sure we could have a lovely share you know that you would have yeah, more, more stories more wisdom to share so lovely. Yeah. so is if anyone wanted to get a hold of you and get in touch with you and and perhaps avail themselves of your uh, life coaching services or just connect with you about what you shared on the podcast how might they do that um right now we have a um, email address that i can share okay um it would be uh, C like Charlie, T like Tango, M like Mary, C T M S like Sam, partners, partners with an S. So ctmspartners at gmail.com. Lovely. Okay. So I encourage folks to, to reach out if um, you felt connected or called to do so. And also listeners know that if you'd like to learn more about what's happening in the womb-centered healing temple, you mm -hmm. can go to wombcenteredhealing.com and sign up for the newsletter there. And also keep an eye out for the announcements about the Ancestral Healing podcast series. And um, yeah, looking forward to, to publishing this as part of that and other... Um, interviews that are happening moving forward so wonderful thank you so much for joining thank us. you any last words of wisdom for us today um just just continue to pay attention everybody we're gonna be all right we have good uh energy to to a lot of things to be thankful for stay grateful mm. and uh, that will be a good surge for us to continue mm. Yes, thank you. I, I am happy to, to share that message with our listeners. Yeah. Thank you so much and receive thank it for you. myself, for all of us. Okay, that's all for now. Thank you so all much. All right. Take good care. Night. All right.